Good Morning Sleepy Town. I'm Bo Bartlett, and you're listening to The Art House. Art House Radio, coming to you from 88.5 WCUG. From way down, way down here, in beautiful downtown Columbus, Georgia. That's right, coming to you from the Carpenters Building, from Columbus State University at 9th and Broadway in beautiful downtown Columbus. So glad you're listening to us today on the radio. Thanks for joining us on The Art House. Wherever you're listening from, whether you're listening from North Columbus or South Columbus or Lumpkin or downtown, right down here in beautiful uptown, downtown. Glad you're with us today on the radio and glad you're with us if you're listening to us from the potentially new named Fort Moore, formerly known as Fort Benning. Glad you're with us this morning. Today's show is the guns show. Yes, it needed to happen. It has to happen. We're going to have to talk about it a little bit. Going to just talk about guns. One of the many things to talk about. Word of the day today is arms. Arms. We have a quote of the day. Quote of the day is, when we got organized as a country and wrote a fairly radical constitution with a radical bill of rights, giving radical amounts of freedom to Americans, it was assumed that Americans who had that freedom would use it responsibly. When personal freedom is being abused, we have to move to limit it. William Jefferson Clinton. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting, complicated conversation this morning, but wait, this thing has got to be, we got to get this thing rolling. We got to get this conversation started. So um, let's do it. Let's have it. We're going to start off with uh, a beautiful piece of music, one of my favorites. You know it is. It's In a Sentimental Mood by Duke Ellington and John Coltrane. Beautiful piece of music. We have a real eclectic show for you today, just all over the place. Some music having to do with guns and some music by artists such as the band Guns and uh, Guns and Roses. Well, an acoustic mix of Guns N' Roses. And then uh, winding up with uh, uh, Stevie Wonder. So let's, let's get it started here. Thank you for being with us this morning on The Art House. Ellington and Coltrane. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
Guns are not a political issue. They are a health issue. Just like cigarettes and seat belts, keeping everyone safe. We have to have laws that keep everyone safe. It's not about politics. It's not about a political side or persuasion. This is about public safety. You said you've given it your best shot. Difficult to own that you've got wings. You can win. You can win. You can win.
I'm Bo Bartlett, and you're listening to The Art House. Art House Radio on 88.5 WCUG. The opinions this morning are indeed my own, not the opinions of WCUG. Guns are stupid. They are designed for one purpose, to kill 
As a society, we must address anew the issue of gun control. The Second Amendment of the Constitution, written in 1791, guarantees the right of the people to keep and bear arms. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. In 2008 and again in 2010, the Supreme Court issued decisions that guaranteed individuals the right to possess a firearm, regardless of whether or not they were associated with a militia. There is an important question we need to ask in light of mass killings in schools, theaters, and malls and grocery stores in America today. Is the Constitution a living document, or is it a dead document? Obviously, I'm no legal scholar. I have no real authority. I'm just an artist. But it seems to me that either way, either way, one chooses to answer this question. Changes in current gun laws under the Constitution could still be enacted. If we choose to say that the Constitution is a living document, open to interpretation and reinterpretation, as each new technology confronts us with moral and social dilemmas, then we should readdress whether it is best for the whole system if we are allowing guns to be purchased and toted by anyone who can obtain one legally or otherwise. Data reveals that we are not safer when everyone has the right to possess a firearm. And if we are guaranteed life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, then any amendment which hinders this promise is at odds with the greater goals of the Constitution and needs to be changed. If we chose to consider the Constitution a dead document, meaning that we cannot change it in one iota in any way, that it should remain as written, serving us as it has for the past 200 years, then we should adhere strictly to the words of the document and the definition of those words at the time of the document was written. This interpretation would allow citizens to own arms, as they were defined in 1791. In other words, individuals would have the right to own and bear a musket. We must find a way to resolve these dangers within our society. We can redefine what is considered a firearm. This seems like a logical solution. Under current law, We're allowed to own semi-automatic weapons, automatic weapons, AR-15. Are we also allowed to own bazookas? Tanks? If it is impossible to change the Second Amendment, then we should pass laws insisting on extremely high tariffs for purchases of ammunition, such as In the Michael Moore documentary, Bowling for Columbine, when Chris Rock offers the solution of bullet control, he jokes that if each bullet cost $5,000, people would think twice before purchasing one, purchasing 
a bullet and aiming a gun and shooting it for $5,000 a bullet. Perhaps we could encourage lawmakers in progressive states to begin to introduce legislation, which would challenge state and national laws regarding the standing definition of arms. Without a doubt, the NRA is a stumbling block in the way of any movement forward towards sensible gun control. Lobbyists will continue to back the congressmen who support lax control of guns. But the congressmen and women ultimately answer to the American people, to us. From the 1990 election cycle through August 2010, the following political contributions were made by gun rights and gun control interest groups to federal candidates. $19 million dollars was donated to Republican candidates to support gun rights, while $3 million was given to Democratic candidates to support gun rights. Over 85% of the pro-gun donations went to Republicans, whereas gun control groups gave $1,700,000 to Democratic candidates and $100,000 to Republican candidates over the same period of time. 94% of gun control money was donated to Democratic candidates on a national level. Jim Wallace, the D.C. pastor and activist, who has said that politicians are just finger lickers with their fingers held up in the air waiting to see which way the wind blows. Well, we are the wind. Majority of Americans support gun control. It's time for religious communities to face the realities of gun violence in America and to take a stand. Jim Wallace's Sojourners magazine and site has a petition where people of faith can take a stand against gun violence. A larger conversation needs to begin in churches and synagogues around the country. It will not be easy. We can't demonize the other and hold tightly to our worn-out beliefs. Certainly religious communities, as with the public at large, are split left and right. During the 2008 presidential campaign, Barack Obama famously said that in hard times people tend to cling to their guns and their religion. I think that if we're going to make any appreciable change, we're going to have to try to speak one another's language. And it is in this spirit that I offer this little nugget. In this particular case, the Sixth Amendment, Thou shalt not kill, should trump the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. In a civilized society, an order must prevail. We must look deeply into our souls to find a solution. Fear must give way to a greater courage. I'm not calling us to stick our heads in the sand. All across America, Americans of every creed and color in every city and town are law-abiding. Kids go to school. Parents go to work. They play together. They have dinner together. And they lead happy lives. This isn't a dramatic storyline. This won't sell newspapers or keep us glued to the television. But percentage-wise, honestly, most of America is safe. Think about this. Beautiful events happen everywhere, every day. 
in plays on stages, in games, sports on fields, in tests in labs and in creative acts in studios. Violence is an anomaly. One dysfunctional character lashes out and the news reports it and we all live in fear. Millions of upstanding, striving, hard-working people versus one whack job and we all live in fear. 85% of Americans support stricter background checks for gun purchases. Thanks to our moral codes, our laws, our government, and our conscience, we are a part of a civilized society. If that society is to continue to grow and prosper, we must continue to evolve. As new technologies of destruction are manufactured, we must take a stand to keep them out of the hands of unhinged individuals. We must put limits on entertainment and gaming that glorify violence. This is a capitalistic culture. If we don't buy it, they won't make it. This is true of games, movies, and guns. If we are to be the change we want to see in the world, it must start with what we watch, read, buy, and pay attention to. In the end, it really comes down to basic struggles with concepts of freedom. Can we reconcile individual rights being sacrificed for the safety of the greater whole? In this case, some common sense solutions need to prevail. If it were up to me, all guns would be illegal in America. And the majority of police departments would probably agree. But, short of this solution, if Congress can enact common sense policies such as assault weapons bans, then we will be on our way to a safer America. I encourage you to contact your elected officials, your senators, your representatives, and let them know your thoughts. And don't let up. This is America. This is our America. Let's live free. And let's live safe. Caring for one another holistically. Let's do what's best for the whole system and let's protect one another.
we missed your call. But if you'll leave your name and phone number, we'll be sure to call you back. Thank you, and God bless you. That was Stevie Wonder with My Love Is With You. Let's go back to the beginning. We heard Frolic by Jake X. Fussell, Columbus's own Jake X. Fussell, with our intro music. And then we heard one of my favorites, In a Sentimental Mood, with Duke Ellington and John Coltrane. Then we heard I Know Exactly How It Feels by the band Guns. Then we heard Local guitarist Andrew Zone from the Schwab School of Music with the uh, Beethoven Cello Suite Number 2. And then we heard Losers Can Win by Starwalker. And then Civil War, that was a Guns N' Roses song, sort of stripped down, acoustic. Fascinating interpretation of that. And we heard Dream River by Woodsman. During the little story there about guns, we heard Adagio for Strings by Samuel Barber. We heard Wind Song by Ludovico Naughty. And then we heard Can't Help Myself by Alexandra Savior. We heard Shahi Baja by Pete Plist. And then Hey Joe by Jimi Hendrix. Mr. Nine by Buju Bantam. And then Stevie Wonder with My Love Is With You. Behind us here with our outro music is Pup Shalom by Him For Her. I want to thank you for joining us today on The Art House. Thank you for being with us and listening to our show about guns. We have a problem in this country and it's time we start the conversation and get this thing worked out. we got to figure this out, everybody. None of us are safe until we figure this out. That said, day to day, this is a pretty wonderful place. We live in a wonderful place. We live in a wonderful country and a wonderful city and a wonderful state. Let's keep that in mind. Let's keep everything in perspective and let's get to work. I want to thank you for listening today. And I want to thank Shoei Rokawa for putting our show together. I thank CUG for letting us be on the radio. Hope you'll get out and see some art today. There's great art all over town. Great art happening everywhere. Go to the Columbus Museum, Pasiquan, the Highland Gallery. There's shows all over town. The Bo Bartlett Center, the Do Good Fund. Hope you'll get out and see some art. Get in your studio and make some art. Because, hey, we have but one life. We have but one life. Let us live it. Let us make this world a better place. Love and light, y'all.